Welcome to Christ Rehoboth Church, a place where we help people discover their purpose for living and raise kingdom people for global impact. Join us today as Reverend Kingsley Agu takes you deep into God's Word. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. So the reason for the parable is that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Beloved, we started exploring prayer last week. And we said that you are more important in prayer than the things you pray for. And remember, in the mostly the closing minutes, um, we stated that if anything must suffer, if anything must struggle, if anything must go wrong, it should not be your prayer life. That you must never allow anything to interfere with your prayer life. And I said that prayer changes us. Prayer changes circumstances. And then we began to examine the prayer life of Jesus in the book of Matthew, in the Gospels. And when Jesus was in Gethsemane and he entered into the place of prayer, and we were told he spoke to his disciples and said, the spirit is willing. And the truth of the matter is, the spirit is always willing. He said, but the flesh is weak. And we said that prayer helped Jesus navigate out of the flesh and allow the spirit to prevail. In other words, the prayer Jesus was praying was affecting him. And we said that prayer affects the man who prays. Prayer affects the man who prays. Praise God. So today, we are going to be examining, exploring, discussing what happens when we don't pray. What happens when we don't pray? Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Now, <laughs> when you look down history, you will find out that men that God used, they were men of sacrifice. Men who abandoned leisure for prayers. They were men who cultivated their prayer life and were given to prayers. Praise God. Men who gave themselves, they devoted themselves to pray. Men who did not abandon the place of prayer. And you also know that if you must walk in the miraculous, you must be given to prayers. I know we are in the age where we understand our realities in Christ. We understand that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We understand that we have received power. Because we have the Holy Ghost in us. In Acts of the Apostle, Jesus said, you will be endued with power when the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And we saw the manifestation of the Holy Ghost in the life of the disciples. But we must not neglect what the disciples did prior to that manifestation. Are we together? Church, are we together? So... You must be immersed in prayer as a believer. 
Wherever you find yourself, you must be immersed in prayer. Whether you are just a believer who comes to church on a weekly services, or you are a minister of the gospel, or you are a worker, you must be immersed in prayer. Because we saw the life of Jesus, he prayed. Don't forget, last week we said Jesus was God in man. He showed himself in John 1 14 the word became flesh he is anointed of God with power and of the Holy Ghost and yet he prayed and if God John says without him was nothing created so if God who is God prayed then why should a believer not pray why should a believer live their prayer life cold glory to God I said glory to God So when a believer prays, you are building your life and you are building capacity for yourself. Are we together? So Jesus here, he's about to give a parable and he's then telling the people, for men ought always to pray and not to faint. That you must never relinquish the place of prayer. That prayer is very important in the life of a believer. Because when you pray, you are saying, God, I cannot. And I am totally dependent on you. And it is pride for a believer to set out not to pray. So what happens when believers don't pray? Praise God. I said, praise God. I said, praise God. What happens when a believers don't pray? Prayer helps you to build capacity. Prayer enables your boldness. But when you are no longer bold, when you now lack boldness, you must check with the life, your prayer life. If you become so timid and intimidated, you must check your prayer life. Let's examine some things that happen in Ezra. We are going to find out some very key things that happen in Ezra. And we are going to be examining the book of Ezra today. And, um, you know, this is a book we always don't go to all the time. So I can already see some people going back to the book of Revelation to look for Ezra from there. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Now let's examine Ezra chapter 3, verse 8. So just so you know, Ezra is still in the book of, uh, is still in the Old Testament. <laughs> Ezra chapter 8, I mean chapter 3, verse 8. Now see something there. Now in the second year of their coming unto the house of God at Jerusalem, in the second month, began Zerubbabel, the son of Shittiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and the remnant of their brethren, the priests and the Levites, and all they that were come out of the captivity unto Jerusalem, and appointed the Levite from 20 years old and upward to set forward the work of the house of the Lord. Glory to God. To set, so they were to come together. Don't forget, it says 20 years old and above. It also means that you are not too young to be given to the things of God. You know how people said, when I get to a certain stage of my life, is when I'll be given to the things of God. 
Or as soon as I get what I want and clear my busy schedule is when I will not have time for the things of God. Don't forget I said, if anything must suffer, it must not be your prayer life. So these guys were set out to build the house of God. They brought workmen from every nooks and crannies. They laid the foundation and they shouted out in joy. Some of the older men saw that the foundation they saw, because they have seen this before, began to cry and shout. And the older men's rejoicing began to shout out in joy. Look at verse 12. Verse 12. But many of the priests and Levites and chief of the fathers, who were ancient men that had seen the first house, when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, wept with a loud voice. And many shouted aloud for joy. So as they were building the foundation, the ancient men who saw the force destroyed began to, you know, become emotional and began to cry. They were shouting and weeping. And then the other men were rejoicing. They so rejoiced that their voices overpowered those that cried, that their shouting went abroad. When I mean abroad, to the surroundings, people who were not there at the physical location. Glory to God. So, just imagine something here. There is a project. They started building the project. Now, there was a king at that time. It was very unusual for the king to participate or to give credence to whatever they were going to do. But something interesting happened here in verse 7. Go to verse 7 very quickly. It says, they gave money also unto the masons and to the carpenters and meat and drink and oil unto them of Zidon and to them of Tyre to bring cedar trees from Lebanon to the sea of Joppa according to the grant that they had of Cyprus king of Persia. So Cyprus approved of them building that thing. So, they got an approval from the government. In other words, they may have been praying for a long time, and suddenly there was an intervention. And the king at that time, who may not have given an approval for that building to be done, gave an approval, and they were rejoicing. Please hold on to that very carefully. So, King Cyprus approved of their building. He approved of their building. Glory to God. They supported the building. They, 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 they were granted permission of the building. And sometimes, this is what happens to believers. When you are praying sometimes, and you now receive the answer, you neglect the place of prayer. Sometimes when we have a, a very wonderful event, and every meeting we have in Christ Robot Church is to birth another thing. But when you see people have an expectation and they have been praying for that expectation and suddenly that expectation just came and was fulfilled. You will notice in the next Sunday, people are on vacation. You are praying. Some of you, you, you know, before, you know how many times you prayed. You know when you were approaching the date to go to interview, to, come to, to get the visa to come to America. You know how many pastors you called. You know how you fasted. Even when no pastors told you to fast. But you fasted. Father, as I enter that interview. Hey, badu manana. The interviewer will be answering questions for me. And suddenly, suddenly, 
Paradventure, the miracle happened and you may even see it as you prayed it. But when you landed America, you that used to spend hours to pray. You that used to spend time in the place of prayer and are given to prayer, suddenly have become cold. Because you have gotten the answer. You have gotten the approval. And then you are no longer praying. And so, people oftentimes forget that the harm of the flesh never works. So, what did they see here? King Cyprus approved of their work. <laughs> he approved of their work. See what preceded that. Verse 3. And they set the altar upon his basis. For fear was upon them because of the people of this, those countries. And they offered burnt offering thereon unto the Lord. And even burnt offering morning and evening. So, there was fear that if people realize that we are going to work on this project, they are going to come upon us. So, what did they do? They quickly set an altar and we are giving sacrifices upon sacrifices. But that soon ended. Immediately, they got a permission and approval from the king. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it is not a thing of class. To say I don't have passion for the things of God. When you, are, you don't have passion for the things of God, then you are trusting on other things. Praise God. So they, 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 they neglected the place of prayer. So the question is, as I teach this morning, check with yourself. Examine yourself and check the areas where you think you need this the most. Some of you, it may even be that as I am talking, I am mentioning you in my, in my preaching. Yeah, you didn't tell me. Nobody told me. It's just the Spirit of God working. Praise God. Am I communicating here? So they offer sacrifices. They have an approval. Now, what this will interest you. Flip to chapter 4, verse 2. Chapter 4, verse 2. He said, they came to Zerubbabel. And to the chief of the fathers, and said unto them, Let us build with you, for we seek your God, as ye do, and we do sacrifice unto him since the days of Esahad, Esahadon, king of Asor, which brought us up thither. Hmm. So you see, as they were collaborating together and building, some people even came to them and said, You know, we hear that you are building. And interestingly, we are seeking your God as well. We are seeking your God. So we want to build with you. Look at what the answer in verse 3. You see, their focus have shifted away from the place of prayer. In verse 3, now says, But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the chief of the fathers of Israel said unto them, Ye have nothing to do with us to build an house unto our God. But we ourselves together, we build unto the Lord God of Israel as who? As king, not as God said. Not as we received in the place of prayer. But as the king said, suddenly they have an approval. They have an approval. You can just imagine we have governors and presidents sitting in our meetings every Sunday. 
as we are talking about buying this building. <laughs> right? And the president said, ah, Pastor K, you know, it's an embarrassment for me to be sitting in the congregation. Or let me use Pastor Fee's words. And I say, Pastor, don't, don't, don't even say that again. How much are we saying? I'll give you double. We can begin to rely on the people who are giving financially that we forget the place of God. And th that is what happens. You are in America. Things are going well. Suddenly, you didn't drive a car before. Driving a car was a prayer point. Eating three square meals was a prayer point. Living in a nice air-conditioned house was a prayer point. And suddenly, you come to America, you are not telling your friends, oh, you know, the Lord has blessed me. That you now forget the place of prayer. That you now forget the place of having that fellowship with the Father. You know, you now begin to trust on these things. And we are instructed in God's word that we should always be given to prayer. That was why when I started the, the series prayer, I told you that we are more important than the things we ask for in prayers. Praise God. You see, he said, no, the, the king has given a command. Don't forget, Cyprus was not a Jew. Cyprus was not a believer. He was not. But he commanded them that he would help them. And he really helped them to that point. Glory to God. And you know, this is where even many pastors stop praying. You know, I, I, I was looking at a Facebook um, short clip. And <laughs> the pastor was actually saying some things. He said, pastors don't pray. They don't pray because they have seen the results. They have seen the results. They don't pray. He said, if you must know, ask their wife if they pray. And if you really examine it, it is true. Because the result is there, they no longer see the need for prayer. It goes also with believers. That is why in this church, we are raising men that are giving to prayers. I thought that amen would be better than that. We are raising men that will know how to pray, how to stay in the place of prayer, how to trust God in the place of prayer. We are not going to be men that are giving to results and forgetting what commanded the results. We are not going to forget where we are coming from. Jesus as God as he was. He said, whatever I see my father say, the same I say. Whatever I see him do, the same I do. That means it's in the place of prayer. He cultivated what the father says. And we must not neglect that place of prayer. So, look at, he, he said, the king has commanded us. So, they relied on the world and forgot the word of God. They forgot to pray. They even forgot how they got there in the first place. Praise God. You know, we are in America where we have governmental abilities to receive things. You know, many of you are even receiving checks this week in Indiana. Uh, yeah, if you didn't know, maybe something is coming to you. Praise God. About 200 here and there, 125 there and there. <laughs> so, you see that you are in a system where you receive. That you didn't need to pray for the government to go into action. Now, you can imagine, you are coming from a place where... Everything you have to get, you must trust in the Lord. 
Are we together? You must trust in the Lord. To even step out of your house, you are stepping in, you are, you are talking to God. Now, how many times have you traveled here? And somebody say, come, let's pray. Father, as you go, are you driving? Yes. As you go, there's no harm robber attack. In this country, you will never hear such. You will never hear such. But in Nigeria, when you, when you are about to travel, it's a fasting and prayer. So, you are in a place where you are almost trusting God for everything. Even to the air you breathe, you are trusting God. And then you come to a country, everything is made available. And then, you neglect the place of prayer. The reason is, you never understood what prayer was. Am I communicating? So, they said, <laughs> we have received from the king. So, we don't need your help. You know, we are trusting on what the king would do. They forget that whatever man gives to you, man has the ability to take. <laughs> but look at what Paul admonished Timothy. He said, in everything, first, prayer should be made. We should be giving to prayers. So in all you do, I am the righteousness of God. yes. Pray. I can do all things. Yes, pray. Oh, I lay hands on the sick. My hands, what, what's that song again? My eyes, they see. My ears, they hear in the Holy Ghost. Yes, it is true. Pray. It is as though nothing will happen in the earth when men don't pray. Yeah. So look at First Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. He said, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. We must be giving to prayers that we must never abandon. Listen to me. There is no such thing as we are praying too much. You can store up prayers for many years to come. Yeah. We can store up prayers for many years to come. There are people that, you know, we pray together every 9 p.m., one hour every day. I've told them that one hour is a warm-up. Because the time is going to come, we are a stretch of six hours, we are praying. And you can't be given to prayers for hours. <laughs> you know, growing up, I still love those days where there was discipline. You know, you go to church, there is Sunday school. You go to church, there is men giving to prayers. Yeah, yeah, we are, we, are, we, are, we are going back to those days. To those days of a church that is giving solely to prayers and not reliance on the government or the things that you are getting. We are giving ourselves to pray. We must pray. How am I still communicating here? I remember in those days, as young as we were, we would pray three hours, four hours, five hours with my group of friends. All of us today are all pastors. As young as we were, you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't be giving to God like that. And people don't see it. Am I communicating? I, I, let me proceed, please, because it, there's a long place we get to go to. Go back to that Ezra. 
See something that began to happen. Let's read verse 4 and 5. He said, Then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building and hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia. So, do, see, these were people that were offering sacrifices. But because they were not reliant on what the king said, that the men of those days rose up. The Bible said they frustrated their effort that they were weakened. Have you not ever imagined? Why is it that every time I start a project with fire, all of a sudden it cools off? And sooner or later, I forget about the project. Brothers, sisters, it shows you are not praying. You know, I, I really don't need the prophetic ability to tell whether you are, you, you are praying on your own or not. You know that? Some of you, when you come on, uh, on Fridays, even those of you that don't come on Fridays, I know you are not praying. No, I, I, look, look, I'm telling you. There is no way you will be given to prayers and you will not love fellowshipping with the brethren. There's no way. <laughs> Praise God. So when we not come, one hour we are praying, some of you are already tired. <laughs> Listen, if you are given an ability to pray in a place for 30 minutes, set our time every day to pray for three hours before that 30 minutes. Pray one hour should be a size play to you now. Am I communicating? Before you know it, ah, one hour is gone. Am I communicating with you? So they had gotten used to the government's ability and provisions that they forgot the place of God. They didn't know that the world system was building something because they were given by the system of this world what happened to them. The system of this world also came. And began to weaken them. Look at verse 21. Look at verse 21. Praise God. Are you still here? See what happens. He said, give ye now commandment to cause these men to cease. And that this city be not builded. Until another commandment shall be given from me. Take heed now that ye fail not to do this. Why should damage grow to the hearts of the kings? Now when the copy of King Atasas, letter was read before Rehum and Shimshia, the scribe, and their companions, they went up in haste to Jerusalem unto the Jews and made them to seize by force and power. What men gave to them, men took it from them. Why? They shifted from the place of prayer and we're not totally reliant on men. Am I still communicating here? They were reliant on the worldly connections. You know, I am deeply connected. I, I am so well connected. Yes, you are connected. Do you know you will spend many years trying to do what you are trying to do now if you are not praying? And it will only take you less than one month. To accomplish it if you spend years in praying. 
Am I communicating? Somebody will say, well, in Solomon's time, he was so wise that there was no warfare, there was no battle. Now, the reason why kings are chosen is that they are chosen for battles. So a king is chosen to fight battles. But Solomon was no longer fighting battles. Why? He got connections from all over the place. At the end of Solomon's life, he ended up worshipping their idols. You don't... <laughs> you, you used to pray before. Now you are not living in abundance. Most of you, you you've gotten a job that you, you get paid $300 per hour. Oh, pastor, I am blessed of God. And you are no longer praying. My friend, you are walking in Solomonic realm already. Solomonic realm. Yeah, dimension. <laughs> Praise God. People will send all manner of things to Solomon. And he ended up being an idol worshiper. You don't want to end up that way. And you will not end up that way in the name of Jesus. So when your thinking begins to match the world's thinking, something is off somewhere. You are no longer praying. I said, praise God. I said, praise God. Are you still with me? I said, are you still with me? So when you are no longer praying, it also means you are no longer contending for souls. You are no longer contending for souls. Now, let's, let's read on. Verse 24 of Ezra 4. It said, Then ceased the work of the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. So it ceased unto the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. You see, they, they still did not give themselves back to prayer. So men gave them approval. Men gave them disapproval. Because their trust was upon the things of the world just because they stopped praying. Now, let's flip over to chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. See something now happened there. Praise God. Praise God. Now, please bear with me. If we don't finish this sermon today, we are going to, we are going to um, you know, continue it next week. Praise God. Look at verse, verse 1 and 2. Then the prophet Agai, the prophet and Zechariah, the son of Edo, prophesied unto the Jews that we are in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel, even unto them. Then rose up Zerubbabel, the son of Shetel, and Jeshua, the son of Josedach, and began to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. And with them we are the prophets of God. Helping them. So at this time, they no longer needed the help of man, but they now relied on the intervention of God. They now allowed the prophets to help them, relying on the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. You must be given to prayers. You must learn to pray. Spend time in the place of prayers. Spend time in the place of prayer. One of the realities that we live in is that we pray always. You know, pastor, we live in the finished work of Christ, you know. Uh, you know, we are in the finished work. So, uh, we don't pray. Christ has prayed for us. Eh, okay. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. We are in the finished work. We are in the finished work. We are in this world. Yes, we are not of this world. But there are things that goes on in this world 
that we must not allow to infiltrate our minds. And the only way to go about it is by prayer and by the word of God. You can't relinquish the place of prayer and just be confessed you are the righteousness of God. If you must see a mighty move of God in a city. You know, God was telling me, there is a mighty move of God in this city. And man must be prepared and build capacity in the place of prayer. The question is, who is ready for that mighty move of God? When God is about to move in a city, in a land, he uses men. And I have said to myself, I am ready at all times. It doesn't matter whether it takes all one year, two years, three years to play, pray in the place of prayer. But suddenly, that thing is going to happen. You can imagine what happened at the Azusa Street Revival. Men, we are giving to prayers. So you must pray. They started the project. They couldn't finish it because they relinquished the place of prayer. But now they are back in trusting in the Lord. And the Bible said, they built. They built. Saints, hear this, and I want you to write this down. If you find out that you start things and not finish it, it is a show that you have resulted to the flesh. You start things and don't finish. You know, there are some of you, you rush into businesses because a brother told you or a sister told you, you know, I am doing this business. It may be profitable for you. You rush into it without even talking to the father. And then you get to a point, you are stuck. You want to boot out of the business. Have you taken time to pray? And I pray over you today, you will no longer embark in projects that you don't finish. I wish that amen was louder. Nothing will die in your hands in the name of Jesus. Nothing will die no more in your hands in the name of Jesus. You will birth consistency, I pray. You will breath consistency in the place of prayer. So notice here, the prophet came and began to prophesy. At this point, they didn't need any decree. They began to pray. They began to pray. The question is, what was different? What was different? The truth is, when we don't pray, we begin to look for strategies to use. We begin to look for strategies to use when we don't pray. When we don't pray, we begin to think more than we are speaking. And the reason is because you have moved out of the place of prayer. And then you begin to think of giving up. You think of giving up because you refuse to pray. Praise God. So Zechariah, they, they began to prophesy. Look at Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. It's still in the Old Testament. <laughs> Praise God. You see, we have been examining some Old Testament scriptures here. Amen. He uh, said, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. The word their might is the word scheming. Where you skim your way through. A good example is those of you who, who just see some nonsense flash on your, on, your, on your Instagram pages. You know, um, you notice some lady there is selling hair. 
and you notice some derogatory way of dancing they will put forth. Now, what is the correlation between hair and the type of dance they put up? That is them skimming their way through to drive traffic to their page. So when you are no longer praying, you are looking for a way to scheme. You are not looking for strategies to scheme your way through. And you will now begin to think, maybe God is no longer there for you. My brothers and sisters, God is always there for you. He's in you. He has never left you. The thing is, you, you, you did not build your mind in the place of prayer to listen to the Spirit. Am I communicating here? Am I communicating? Am I communicating? And see what he began to say. Who art thou in verse 7? O great mountains before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with uh, shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto you. Verse 10, he said, For who hath despised the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the land of Zerubbabel. With those seven, they are the eyes of the Lord which run to and fro through the whole earth. Glory to God. So he began to pray. He began to prophesy. He began to speak things. Praise God. I said, praise God. Now, we will also examine the life of Daniel. You will notice it was the time of King Darius that the temple was finally built. Why? Because there was a man that was given to prayers. A man who was not looking for the approval of men. A man who trusted in God. Who was that man? He was Daniel. Daniel was a man of prayer. He gave himself to prayer. When things don't seem to be working anymore, brothers and sisters, get back to the place of prayer. It's part of the ongoing work of Christ. <laughs> Am I communicating? And, and don't always think it's always about things. Because again, when you get that thing, you will drop in the place of prayer. But if you remember what happened to Christ in Gethsemane, he says, my flesh is weak, but my spirit is willing. So what am I going to do? I'm going to transfer what is in the spirit into the flesh via revelation by praying. And the Bible said, he was praying and he said, not my will, but thine be done. His prayer was changing him. When you find out that you are not giving to offense easily. When you are not getting upset easily. When you are not giving to lying your way out easily. When you are not too, too cold and not getting interested in anything at all. You have relinquished the place of prayer and you must get back to the place of prayer. Am I communicating here? We will examine the life of Daniel from next week. And we are going to look more into the things that happens when you don't pray. But I want you to rise on your feet very quickly. And I want you to talk to the Father concerning you now. Put yourself in perspective. Don't forget, don't ask for things. Don't tell God, I'm trying to build this house. He's no longer going. I'm trying to build this business. He's no longer going. Focus on you first. Focus on... Have you ever imagined Jesus was going to be baptized? And the Bible said he was praying. What was Jesus praying about? 
Is it the water that John will be able to bring it upon his head? Or what, what is he praying? What prayer point? Somebody is saying, okay, we are going to be praying. Eh, Pastor, you know, as we are, I'm praying with you tonight. Eh, what is going to be the prayer point? No, everything is the prayer point. You must not limit prayers to just prayer points. There are times you are in the place of prayer. You are communing with the Father. I just glorify you, Father. What is your mind concerning this age? What is your mind concerning this time? What is your mind concerning the days to come? There is a fellowship with the Father. Men that are given to prayers. Because when you pray, it's easy for you to hear God as He speaks all the time. When you are not given to prayers, your mind is clouded by the things of this world. So the question is, how many of you are ready to pray? How many of you are ready to stir up your prayer life? <laughs> what we have done this morning is to examine some of the things that you go through and to tell you this is why. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope your soul has been truly enriched. More video and audio teachings are available on our website, www.ChristRehobothChurch.com. Follow our social media pages and check us out on Facebook, Kingsley Agu Ministry, and on YouTube, Kingsley Agu Ministry.